0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival is taking over the city from the 12th to the 24th of October with an unmissable programme of the very finest in creative talent from New Zealand and abroad. This year's lineup will wow first timers and festival aficionados alike, with an incredible range of music, cabaret, theatre, circus, dance, comedy, visual arts, and more. Secure your tickets today from the Dunedin Arts and the Regent Theatre box office. The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival, October 12th to the 24th.
1: On October 14th and 15th, Dunedin's Kings and Queens Performing Arts Centre will host a highly original piece of physical theatre for the whole family. Tom Monckton presents The King of Taking, a solo comic contemporary piece that features circus, mime and a whole lot of velvet. Tom Monckton joins me on the line now. Kia ora, good to have you with us Tom.
2: Kia nice to be here.
1: Tom, last time you and I spoke, you were based in Paris, it was some, some years ago. Where's home base for you now?
2: Oh wow that was a long time ago yeah um i'm I'm still working it out i'm still working it out um i've been based in uh, after Paris I was in housing for many years and now i'm um I'm essentially back home so i i i'm trying to i'm trying to be based in Wellington um but it's a transitional period
1: transitional period for all sorts of reasons, getting back into active art and production and performance. Uh, and indeed, this piece that you're bringing to Dunedin as part of Dunedin Arts Festival will be a worldwide premiere, won't it?
2: Yep, it's the the, the first outing. Um, and it's actually the first full-length show I've, I've made completely in uh, New Zealand, and uh, yeah, i um, pretty stoked to be premiering at the Indian Arts Festival.
1: Some will be familiar with your previous work, others not, um, and when looking around for descriptions of, uh, of the kind of artists you are, some really interesting names pop up, you know, everything from Charlie Chaplin to Buster Keaton and Marcel Marceau, you know, those are big names. Uh, are they in fact artists that are part of the inspiration for you?
2: Um, yeah, well, they're definitely like a uh, a reference point because they're so kind of dominant in the physical theatre world, and they kind of existed in a era where um, you know physical comedy and that style of performance was kind of like um, more mainstream, rather. Um, whereas now it's more um, kind of on the fringes. Um, so yeah, they're definitely they uh, I, I definitely. Um, you no, know, I saw Marcel Masso as a kid when uh, when he came to Auckland, and um, uh, yeah, I've watched a, a bunch of Charlie Chaplin and those old school classics as well. Yeah, they definitely influenced some of my work.
1: Physical theatre of of the type that you do, mesmerising, um, leaves people scratching their heads in wonder. I imagine it, it can't happen without a lot of serious and hard work. Give us a little bit of a taste of what your theatre education has been.
2: Um, well, I went to a circus school in, in um, Christchurch and uh, got the taste for, you know, um, physical performance. Uh, but I was really interested in, in kind of comical work, and I was looking around for other opportunities. Um, and it seemed like Europe was the place was the place to go. So that's um, when I moved to Paris because there was a school of um, a relatively renowned um, school of physical theatre there in Paris, so that must have been when we rechatted last, um, uh, and so I trained there, and then I met some um, Finnish people in the contemporary circus world of of Finland, and we um, kind of gravitated towards uh, working together, and then I moved to Finland, um, where there is quite a, a small but really vibrant uh, contemporary circus industry and I've been kind of working out of there ever
1: since yeah you will have had a, a a flavor I guess or a sense of 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 what parts of the world embrace this form of theater perhaps over over others is you know it, it, there's a, a long history of it of course do you get a sense that in, in European countries that that there's there's more of an audience for this or, or or are you finding here in Aotearoa, New Zealand that there is an appetite for it
2: um, there's definitely an appetite for it um, I just uh, I don't know if uh, people know it exists um, so much but um, definitely when people see it um, uh, their response is really uh, very positive and um, and the art and artists who are interested in it there's just an incredible amount of talent and' um, Aotearoa all with uh, um, with you know, the physicality of, of the performers, um, uh, and the, also the, you know, just the, the humor as well. Um, so yeah, it's kind of more about, um, getting it out there and, um, and, uh, having people exposed to this kind of work. Um, but yeah, definitely there's different places that respond to it in different ways. I think, uh, maybe France is the only country in the world where I would, where I comfortably say, oh yeah, I do clowning, um, because it's, Probably the only place that um, there is a kind of a, a modern understanding of of what um, that might mean. Whereas I would I would definitely avoid using that word anywhere else in the world because it uh, does more harm than good to describe the kind of the kind of work that, well, that that I'm doing.
1: So here's your opportunity to talk about clowning or define it in the way that you would like. Tell us about that.
2: Uh, well, it's basically just. Uh, Well, at least what I'm, it's quite a broad term, so even, um, I don't know if it's, uh, at least what I'm doing um, is basically comedy where, without words, so non-verbal comedy, where the comedy is um, uh, physically driven, and that's kind of like the difference, I guess, between standard comedy.
1: Tell us about the setting and storyline of The King of Taking, as, as much as you can.
2: Um, yeah it's uh, it kind of uh, the starting point of it was um, I was interested in getting people uh, in ways of getting audience kind of engaged in, in the show before before arriving at the theater. So I came up with this idea of oh maybe maybe I'll ask the audience to rap um, rap gift. And, and bring them along, and then I will open them on stage and then I improvise some things with those gifts that they, they bring. And then from that idea, I kind of like created this um, scenario of like, oh, kind of gift giving goes well with this royal figure. And then this very childish, petulant character um, was spawned, kind of uh, inspired by a lot of. Um, Definitely not all, but some of the world leaders out in the world um, today uh, that um, yes, that exist and seem like kind of caricatures and and, and clowns themselves.
1: <laughs> I made reference to a whole lot of velvet. Um, what can you tell us about that?
2: Um, oh yes, you've got to have velvet. I mean the the, the feeling of um, uh, luxury and you know uh, what's the word ceremony. Um, Uh, Red carpet, uh, velvet—it's all part of the aesthetic of the of the show. There's a lot of red carpet.
1: This particular uh, king has an aversion or an allergy. Tell us about that. Um,
2: oh yeah, yes. uh, Um,
1: you're thinking hard about that one.
2: (laughs) uh, Yes, I thought we cut off for a second. Uh, No, yeah, yeah. um, uh, so uh, along the lines of this, um, you know, uh, ceremony, um, I thought it would be a fun idea that uh, this character could can only, work on, only walk on um, red carpet. Like he's kind of so uptight that, um, yeah, he, he can only walk on red carpet, so he's got an uh, aversion to walking on anything other than red carpet.
1: And therein lies uh, all of the juice in terms of the physical comedy, I imagine
2: yeah they, they gives uh, a lot of content right there
1: <laughs> this show who is it for
2: um it's the best audience is um, when uh, it's kind of all ages so when um, family audiences but it's it's really great when you get um you know young children with their parents and their grandparents all together kind of laughing along um, they you know, it creates a really great
1: atmosphere. For you, each performance, I guess, is a, is a physical test, Tom. Um, you'd be considering bringing new elements to every production that you do. Uh, do you have to maintain yourself and kind of some physical peak to be doing the best shows you can do?
2: Um, yeah, it definitely does help. It definitely does help um, uh, not to be not to arrive halfway through the show and be like, oh, um, I'm a little bit I'm a bit stuffed. Um, yeah, so, but I, I really am kind of uh, uh, pretty obsessed with running, so I do a lot of um, cardio and maintain a base level of core and core strength. Um, yeah, so that it really helps.
1: For those who um, go along to this production, um, they'll get the... T- chance to see it as we said for the very first time on October the 14th and 15th um and for you, you this uh, stepping out for a first time and, and being in public with something does that you know are you still learning through that process and and as you take this show on ahead through you know the next couple of years can we expect that you'll continue to develop it
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, especially the show, um, because, like I said, there's an element of what um, part of the show is that the audience is bringing me gifts, um, the author king gifts, and then um, I'm improvising with them. So, um, and I have really have no idea how that's going to go. So it's going to be really ex- um, fun to to uh, mould the show as it goes goes on. Um, and with the premiere of the show, it's kind of my favourite. Because I have no expectations as a performer, so um, um, how how it's going to go? So it's all fresh, and I'm responding really um, immediately to how the how the audience is reacting. Um, so it's really it's kind of our, the most alive um, time that that it ever will be, as during the
1: premiere. Well, then you don't want to miss it. October 14th and 15th at Dunedin's Kings and Queens Performing Arts Centre as part of Dunedin Arts Festival 2022, the King of Taking. If you want to find out more about this production and to book your tickets, very importantly, go to dunedinartsfestival.co.nz. Start planning your festival experience now and include this in it. Uh, Tom Monkton, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM. Thanks so
2: much.
0: The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival is taking over the city from the 12th to the 24th of October with an unmissable programme of the very finest in creative talent from New Zealand and abroad. This year's lineup will wow first timers and festival aficionados alike with an incredible range of music, cabaret, theatre, circus, dance, comedy, visual arts and more. Secure your tickets today from the DunedinArtsFestival.co.nz and the Regent Theatre Box Office. The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival, October 12th to the 24th. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.